Hello and welcome to the Purpose Filled Mommy with Minnie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Minnie Marie. That's right, we're going right into today's hot topic of COVID-19. Man, it's changed the game for a lot of us, many of our families, and we are mostly all homebound, social distancing, and what else to do than to connect and listen to one of your favorite podcasts. So join me on today's episode as we talk about COVID-19, how it's affecting us as families, as a community, and how we can stay positive, focused, and united in taking care of home during this time of social distancing. I cannot wait to connect with you. So we're going to dive right into today's topic and talking about COVID-19 and how we're coping as a family maybe how you all are coping as families and how we can get through this thing together. All right, so how is it for you when it comes down to this social distancing, homebound, hibernating type of thing? Just be honest. All right, so I'm gonna tell you the tea on my situation. So I always share with you all, so I'm an ambivert. So a part of me is like, yeah, I get to be in the house and I get to wear my pajamas (laughs) and I'm not necessarily interacting so heavily in a highly populated school uh, with lots of students and staff and all type of interactions. And then another part of me, the other side of that personality is like, I miss everybody. (laughs) I want to go out, but there's nowhere to go. So (laughs) that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now. And the children as well. So when it came down to it happening at first, I think the children were like, yay, we're out of school. But then there is this eeriness because as a teacher, They literally gave us maybe 24 hours, 48 hours. It happened last week for us. And on the Sunday, we got the notification Sunday evening that school would be closed for students. They would go back one day, which was Monday, for them to receive their packages and for us to prepare their learning packages to take home for two weeks or or until further noticed. And then for us to come back that Tuesday to prepare. And mind you, this was also the week that we had grades due and we had to submit all of that in this short period of time. Now for the students, although they seem excited when it comes down to school breaks, there was something different about this one, even for my own children, because it was very abrupt. And there was kind of like no smooth transition. It was like, okay, you guys got to go. Here goes some, here, here are some, some little snacks to hold you over for the next uh, day and a half. And we'll see you all uh, eventually. (laughs) And I meant uh, eventually, just like I said, it wasn't a pause or a break when it comes down to the broadcast. It was like, uh, we'll see you all soon. So (laughs) There was this kind of eeriness and it was already cloudy. So this is the dramatics I'm telling you all. So it's like kind of cloudy, polleny that day. (laughs) And we like gave the kids these little setbacks and also these packages that we had to make up at a short period of time while still holding our normal classes because classes rent as schedule and I am a middle school teacher sort of I say a sort of middle school teacher because I also teach fourth through eighth within the same building so very it's highly populated because of the grades and um, our students kind of took it hard even my children it was like they didn't really get a chance to say 
I hate to say it, like not say goodbye, but even see you later. And it was just this awkwardness and coming home, you know, my son had his package. He got the notification from his particular school district on Saturday. So we were kind of like waiting on pins and needles for us to get the alert to know what to do because we were told we would, you know, continue to go until we received a notification or there were any cases within our area. So with Atlanta being two and a half hours away, soon as the cases started to happen in Atlanta, shortly after that, it hit our city and then it just started to spread. So the children, they have their learning packages, but I won't, I won't lie to you. I pray that their teachers, if they are listening, that they'll give me the same grace that I'm extending to my parents and students. The first day or two, I kind of gave my kids like a little break. I really did. And we did our normal stuff that we do at home as far as story time and our learning packages. I think I've shared with everyone before that I'm a former homeschooler and we homeschooled here for three and a half years. So with all that abruptness, I wanted to give my children an opportunity to just take everything in and for us as a family to have a discussion. So one of the ways we're trying to cope with kind of, I don't want to say hibernating, but social distancing as we're calling it, we're not like sealed in, like no one's looking at the window, (laughs) but we kind of stay close to home. There was definitely, I don't want to say chaos shopping, but again, the short notice going to the grocery store, still trying to pick up the packages from kids who are at four different schools because my children are four different, <laughs> four, uh, four years apart. <laughs> and in there, in, uh, I would say three separate grades because the twins obviously are in the same grade, but they are in separate schools because one twin has a disability. So it was kind of just like ripping and running. So afterward going to the grocery store, I cannot stand crowds. So I don't know anyone else when they said social distancing, I was like, well, maybe it'd be less crowds. Maybe they can just, we can make an order and like pull up to our grocery, to the grocery store, to our local Walmart, like, you know, like McDonald's or Burger King and just say, I would like the following items. No, 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 no. I went to the grocery store and it was like a line wrapped around. Oh my gosh. So it was to like the back where the clothing parts were at Walmart. And I was like, you know what? I can't. And Walmart pretty much, I hate to say it, but the service pretty we all just let's just say it together the service is completely off and it sucks it's been that way for the for the following years but every other store was the same from Aldi's to Little's everything was packed because everybody was trying to rush to the store everyone was getting items because we were listening to the news and we were seeing there were all these shortages and what happened to the toilet tissue <laughs> toilet tissue is like gold now thanks goodness that I just before all this happened I meet weekly with one of my sisters from church, who is a wiser, mature woman. And we just, we have great conversation. And when everything was in the developing stages, she just sporadically was like, Hey, I found these. She always brings items for the kids, but she was like, Hey, I found these little items and I just want to, you know, bless you guys with it. And it just so happened to be things that families need, like, you know, foil, Ziploc bags, disinfected and uh, spray and tissue. And that tissue came in hand because it's been a week and I've been to several stores and all the toilet tissue is gone. So I don't know who took the toilet tissue. Can you please share for the rest of us who would like to wipe as well? 
Now, when it came down to sanitizer, her sanitizer was gone. But in actuality, when I went to like a local Dollar Tree, they were pretty good with uh, stocking their shelves and I was able to get the sanitizer. But I like to wash my hands old school with the bar of soap. I don't know. It takes me back to my childhood and I enjoy it. But as a family, I don't want to say this is an early spring break because our spring break usually starts the first week in, in April and we have a big worldwide and national golf tournament that the city shuts down for. And that was the red flag when the masters was postponed. I was like, okay, it's getting real (laughs) because that's a big, big economic, uh, blessing and stimulus or what you want to say for our city. So when that's changed, I was like, okay, it's getting real. So I planned on staying in town anyway for spring break. And I was like, okay, I can do some spring cleaning, fix some much needed repairs and maintenance around here at the house. So to keep myself busy and the kids, cause I know we all are a little busy at times. We've been just pretty much working on the house. I've never painted before, but you know, out the blue here I am doing my own uh, do it yourself projects. And I pretty much painted all downstairs. That's the busy bee in me. <laughs> and I've been writing my daughter's, love art. So they've been doing their little sketches and drawings. My son, now he's definitely is, uh, he's definitely catching it. He was a, I don't want to say he was a track. It's just weird because all our children who are active in sports, like the season just cut off for him. So he's uh, very active in sports, very, very active. And this was his first time trying for track and the season was just like it was cut off and so he's like very antsy and he's like mom we have some more cones and he's like creating drills outside so he can like work on all these different plays and his speed so that's what he's been doing and um, I'm like it's gonna be okay I would run with you baby but you know I gotta get my get my strength back (laughs) and as far as with like the shutdown even if you homeschooled like we did I don't know why people think when you homeschool that it's like you're just like in an island all by yourself. But pretty much we socialized a lot when we homeschooled. The homeschooling co-op that I was a part of and that I um, helped found, we had about maybe 11, 12 families and we would meet weekly and have trips bi-weekly. So we fellowshiped a lot and had play dates. So even homeschoolers going to the library and going to certain uh, trips and little special learning activities that were throughout the cities that we all live in across the nation and in the world, everything shut down. So even it's like you homeschool, like you're home homeschool, like you can't go anywhere. And I think that's changing things and the curfews. I feel like a teenager trying to go out and sneak and everything is closed by seven or eight o'clock. So as a family, we've been doing a lot of do it yourself projects. We've organized and, tried to do a little spring cleaning, let everyone kind of tap into the interest that they enjoy, um, pick up and utilize the books that we have here. Um, thank goodness for the digital technology, but trying to kind of take a break off of that. But that's one of the ways we're trying to cope. I will say this as families, your children are going to have questions. My daughter that has autism, she's noticing like, why, why, why am I not in school, mommy? No school, mommy, no school. So based upon your child's developmental level of understanding and age and maturity, I will say it's safe to communicate with them about what's going on and hear their thoughts, their fears, their interpretation, so you can give them some comfort and understanding within this sensitive time. 
Also communicate with the teachers, even your specials and connections teachers. What I mean by specials and connections, I mean your elective teachers. And even though we may think that the basics of academics like the math, science, and social studies and reading and writing is important, some of your your children's favorite subjects are those connections teachers. So if you can connect with them via email or check the teacher's websites and see what do they have available so that your children can have some sense of normalcy at home. Now, a lot of us are going shopping and we're crowded into the stores at this time. I also want us to be very mindful of saving, saving at best, uh, because we don't know what's popping off. And my heart goes out to all the nurses and uh, medical staff and doctors and not only those in the medical field who are pushing and working extra hard during this time, but those who are working in sanitation, the cafeteria workers who are at certain locations in the cities, making sure that the children who, some of them who financially struggled before this happened and the school was the only place they could probably get a meal such as breakfast and lunch. And I knew our school at a time actually served an afternoon dinner they're actually working overtime or doing extra hours and sometimes and leaving their children let's say that too so that they can feed you know the students and just think the retail workers who are working long hours in the stores and restaurants you know I thought about that we actually I guess we broke a social distancing rule and we stopped by a restaurant that's usually packed and crowded and we're like wow we actually got a table and the kids and I sat down and we were shocked <laughs> we could first just walk in and that they were still open and you saw people trying to make, you know, the money in hours because right now, you know, if the children are out of school, someone has to be home. Even myself as a parent and navigating now as a single parent, there was an issue when we had to go back to work and I'm like, okay, we have to go back to work, but we can't bring our children there. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of at a point because you know it affects me too because I'm like if I'm here who's there with my children and um, just so happened that thank goodness this age bracket of everybody being four years apart and having a teenage son helped out but if I didn't have him here that would have been a challenge so I think about all those different things so you know budget share toilet tissue with everybody else we all want some too (laughs) use this time to connect this uh as a family there are so many ways you can look up conversational prompts that you guys can talk at the table. Uh, use this time to be, you know, to be involved in fitness too. You don't have to necessarily just be coop, coop, cooped inside and not doing anything, watching TV and binge walk, uh, binge watching shows. There are so many things that you can do. Um, mindful breathing and yoga and Zumba and just really as a family connect and stay healthy And allow this time to be where you all are sharing together and taking care of home. Another thing I'm doing in addition to the spring cleaning and do-it-yourself projects is organizing things. You know that pile that you have in the kitchen that gets larger and larger and larger with the mail that you're supposed to throw away, this junk mail or the bills that you're trying to ignore. This is the opportunity to start organizing and getting them together, you know, because you got that time to focus. And for those of you all for the first time who are like, working from home and trying to balance the children's learning needs and requirements at school. There are so many awesome ladies who homeschool or have a background within that who do not mind sharing with you, or you can check out their blogs or, 
their blogs or YouTube channels and see how they manage their homes. I, I like stuff like that. Um, not much into the the cleaning part as of yet, I guess because I've, I'm so busy cleaning my house, maybe we can clean together because you I'm watching you and I can clean. Maybe we can try that, but I definitely like to have insight on the balancing of, you know, the different roles that we share. So you can check out people like that. And again, if you want some, some motivation when it comes to cleaning, check out these moms. You can learn a lot from some of these women who organize their home and take care of it just like top ship, like top ship, like a corporation. I think with all of this going on, it's definitely teaching us how to, you know, keep things back focused with home and relationships and taking care of our health and being mindful. So that's how we're coping. I pray that you all are keeping yourself sane, connect with others. Please stay healthy. Wash your hands. I told my baby this, uh, this afternoon for dinner, I was like, okay, wash your hands and say your ABCs. So let's get back into that instead of these quick fix, you know, just sanitize a squirt and go, you know, it's really teaching us to be very uh, much more mindful in this time. And for all the countries and the different cities that we know that are being affected by this disease, I want us to keep them in prayer. I know we can make a lot of jokes about COVID-19, but a lot of things are being affected more than we uh, could have ever imagined and lives lost. So let's keep all of that in mind. And like I said, just do our best to stay positive. This that opportunity, read that good book. Book's not going out of style, man. I'm telling you, they're awesome. So thank you all so much for joining me for the podcast. And we're going to keep abreast with this particular topic because I really feel like it's definitely hitting home. I'm thinking about all the graduates and It's just so much, even for a teacher, just being kind of like in this limbo stage, it's a lot to take in. So that's why I'm telling you families to make sure you take care of your health, your mind, body, and your spirit and each other. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode as we discussed COVID-19 and how it's impacting us as families, as a community, and as a world. So as we're social distancing, I want you to stay connected with me as we now move on from not just a one day a week podcast to also on Thursdays. Thursdays will be our Q&A day, so I cannot wait to connect with you. So no distance there, all right? So you can follow me at all your social media sites, Follow me on Facebook. Please like my page. You can follow me on Instagram and you can check out all my related blog posts on hot topics and more at Purposeville Mommy with Minnie Marie. And you can check out my new website, Just Minnie, for lifestyle tips and more. Look forward to connecting with you. You know what I'm going to say? I love you, but God loves you more. Be blessed, fam.